there's a lie out there being told that, you know, Christians need to, uh, you know, stay out of it, stay out of public culture. We are commanded to be salt and light in a dark and decaying culture. And uh, the opposite is true. Or that, you know, keep your religion in your church. Keep it in the ghetto of the church. You're not allowed to bring it out. Yeah. No, no, no. The opposite is true. That Jesus is Lord, not just in the church, not just in your private home. Yeah. He's Lord of government. He's Lord of the schools. He's Lord over the education, over media, over every area of influence. Yeah. He's Lord of all. And that's that's the key. That's what salt and light's all about. We are we are carriers of the God of resurrection power, and it's time that we start engaging this culture. Hello there, friend. Today's guest says that we owe it to the Lordship of Jesus Christ to actively engage our culture, our society as salt and as light. Jesus said we are a city on a hill which cannot be hidden. Hey there, this is Brian Del Turco, and you're listening to Jesus Smart, the podcast. This is episode number 68. The conviction is that Jesus knows how life works best right now, in the now, plus the future is his. But here's the mind-bending news. The future is starting to show up in the present. You're about to hear a dialogue with Janet Porter. She is a champion of the pro-life movement, a graduate with honors with a master's degree in communication. She's the founder and president of Faith to Action, the nation's largest network of pro-family groups. Faith to Action is a pro-life, pro-family, and is proactive to win the culture war for life, liberty, and the family. Janet hosts a 60-second daily radio commentary, which airs in 200 markets, including the American Family Radio Network. Network and Bot Radio Network. You can also hear it at her website, f2a.org, Faith to Action, f2a.org. And she's a frequent contributor to World Net Daily. I'm not going to read all of these, just a few to give you a taste of her national voice. She's appeared on NBC's Today Show, ABC's Evening News 2020, Fox News, CBS This Morning, and there's much more. She's also debated people like Dr. Jack Kevorkian, remember him, the infamous suicide doctor, Planned Parenthood President Gloria Felt, National Organization of Women, now President Kim Gandhi, and more. I just wanted you to get a sense of her footprint, if you will, her national voice, the arena in which she battles for the pro-life movement. And we're part of the same church, Bethel Cleveland with pastors Steve and Cindy Witt and I of all things felt to bring my digital recorder to Easter service this April 2019 right after Resurrection Sunday service pulled aside in the back of the church and grabbed about 12 minutes of audio content why because she has initiated the nation's first heartbeat bill in the state of Ohio as far back as I think it started in 2011 and it was just passed by the Ohio State Legislature and signed into law by the governor of Ohio just this past April 2019. It legally protects human babies with detectable heartbeats. Ohio is the sixth state to pass a bill like this. It's the strongest bill currently in the United States of America to protect babies. About 15 states nationwide are now active in this process, either having passed a bill like this or it's in the pipeline. She says we owe it to the Lordship of Jesus Christ to actively engage culture as salt and light. So she gives us a charge today. Don't hide this charge. Be sure to share it. Share this episode with your friends and family. Here's our 12-minute discussion with Janet Porter. 
it ensures that if a heartbeat's detected, the baby's protected. It's always been called the Heartbeat Bill. It's the Human Rights Protection and Heart Human Rights and Heartbeat Protection Act, but it's it's the Heartbeat Bill. Everyone calls it that. That's what it's always been. How many of these are there in the country right now? Well, uh, we just saw uh, Ohio is the sixth state to be signed into law. Okay. Georgia will be signed any minute, so that'll be seven. Um, I just talked to the rep who is leading the charge in South Carolina. That should pass their house next week. Uh, I'm traveling tomorrow to Michigan to get really? a heartbeat bill going there. So we've got 15 states that are active now wow. working toward protecting hearts. Technology, now we know that the heartbeat is detectable. Is it as low as like six weeks, did I read? Yeah, uh, it, it, it's uh, going to basically protect most every child facing abortion today from about six weeks, six, seven weeks. So like when Roe v. Wade in 73, we didn't have this technology, did we? We could not detect a heartbeat that low. Right. Now we've got all kinds of things. We've got the ultrasounds. We've got the Dopplers. And, and, uh, and yeah, it's, it's really incredible. Like an SOS signal is now able to be heard and heeded thanks to the heartbeat laws. So give us like an eagle's eye view of this. How long have you been, have you been working on this in the state of Ohio? Well, I, I've been actually in the pro-life movement most of my life, uh, more than 40 years uh, and I had worked to pass incremental bills like uh, the woman's right to know law, uh, parental consent, mm. uh, the nation's first ban on partial birth abortion. I had the privilege to be able to, to lobby to pass that. Really, um, what state was fetal that? homicide here in Ohio. It just you just had to take a look and see that all this work, all this incrementalism, yes. really is still leaving us with more than with nearly a million abortions a year. And and so for 46 years of fighting, that's that's not a very good track record. Mm-hmm. And so to have different results, you've got to try something different. When I moved back to Ohio. My husband said to me, you know, knowing I had been in Florida for a while, and he said, why don't you end abortion while you're here? And, you know, I just kind of laughed at him because it seemed impossible. (coughs) Most Ohioans know the state of Ohio motto, and that is, with God, all things are possible. Yeah. So either it's true or it isn't true. And the fact that Jesus said it is uh, gives me great confidence that yeah. it was true. And yeah. so when I set out to uh, introduce, it was the next month, God gave me the idea for the heartbeat bill that basically said, if we can't rescue every child just yet, let's get as many as we can. And let's use the, the marker, the yardstick that science has provided, the, the universally recognized indicator of life, the human heart. Uh, that was 2010, November 2010. Okay. And uh, we introduced the bill uh, in uh, Valentine's week, February 2011, in June of that year through the House. And, uh, and the Senate held it up for all of those years. And uh, I'm not going to lie to you, it was not a lot of fun. It was, you know, it was a lot of effort. Uh, we had to. We actually ran candidates against these senators who were blocking the bill in three mm-hmm. different election cycles. Mm-hmm. I actually ran against the president of the Senate. Um, one article said it was uh, he was blocking the bill, so I ran against him. And he then said it was his one of his priorities, number one priorities. Every every inch of this, it seems, has been a battle. I mean, even in the final week, we had to overcome uh, the Senate trying to gut the bill. They gut the bill, made it a bill that would protect babies only from 12 weeks on. Um, and we fixed it. Thanks be to God, we fixed the bill in the House. And with the public phone calls that went to Senate President Larry Alboff, we kept them from gutting the bill again. So it's been a battle, um, but, but this is what we're called to. This is what that armor's for. You know, we have armor. Spiritual armor. Ephesians 6, armor. right? That's right. We have the helmet of salvation, the yeah. breastplate of righteousness, the belt of truth, all the yeah. rest. Because, because we are in, an, we're in an, an, an absolute battle. But it's not just, you know, do what, uh, you know, you feel like... Um, you know, I'll just sit on my hands and pray about it. That just seems like what so many Christians are doing. Yeah. But we owe it. And the way Bill Johnson puts it, we owe it to, to the price that Christ paid for at the cross. We yeah. owe it to the name of Jesus to watch, to, to step out 
and to, and to watch the impossible bow to the name of Jesus. Yeah. And that's what happened. I, that's I what happened this it. last week. And by the way, as we're here, these all these little kids are, are, are collecting yeah, Easter eggs. Yeah, there's actually an Easter like, egg hunt going on in the sanctuary. It's kind of bad weather today. I'll tell you, I, I, I am just looking at these kids realizing 20,000 children are going to be protected in the state of Ohio every year. If so you look around, you see these kids. There's 20,000 of them that are going to be added yeah. to Ohio's uh, uh, population every single year. And that's uh, that's happening yeah. all over the country. It's a great thing. Here's to a see. softball question. Would you agree that, like, the value of life is a high value with Jesus Christ? <laughs> well, you know, it's so funny. There are so many people that said, you know, that the issue of abortion, I need to not get involved. And look, you know, in fact, I remember I was testifying one day at, at, the, at, the, at, the, at a hearing, and a woman said, uh, one of the legislators, very hostile, she said, you know, the Bible is a book of intolerance, and Jesus never said the word abortion. Wow. And so my answer to her was this, is, and this is what I would say to you, is that if you look in that book, uh, uh, the Bible, mm-hmm. it, you'll see that thou shalt not kill made the top ten commandments. Not yeah. a suggestion, it's a commandment. <laughs> top ten. And what Jesus said is, if you love me, you'll keep my commandments. Yes. And so we're commanded in Proverbs 31.8 to be a voice for those appointed to die. We're yep. commanded in 24.11 uh, to be a voice for those that are being carried away to death. This is this is to, to speak up for those that are being carried away to death. Yeah. This, is, this is a commandment. So it's not an option. If, if you want me, you know, I remember when, when I spoke with one of the, the sponsors of the bill. Uh, her name is Christina Hagen. Uh, last session, she was the one who carried the bill. And she said to me, I'll pray about it. And I thought, you know, I, okay. She read my book, and she said, I was convicted by reading your book, True to Life. Because apparently in the book I wrote about how it, it aggravates me, the people that say they pray about whether or not to obey God. Look, it's a commandment. And yeah. if you love God, you do what, you do what he commands. So if I'm you just, love me, you keep I'm my commandments. I'm just curious, what are, what are you seeing, like, across America in the American church, like, in terms of worldview? There has been a shift. You know, while, the, while evil is getting more dark and evil, like New York saying, let's kill children, right. the Virginia governor saying, let's, let's kill them yeah. afterwards, it's appalling. Um, but I'm seeing state after state after state. I mean, just in this last uh, uh, couple of months, we saw Mississippi sign into law, Kentucky sign into law, Georgia any day, Ohio sign into law. Yeah. Um, we see uh, next week, we'll see, um, <coughs> we'll see the, uh, the House pass it, I believe, in the state of North Carolina. This next month, we'll see it in Missouri. Uh, as I mentioned, we'll see Michigan introduce a bill. Um, it's happening all over. Texas has one. Florida so, has one. So if Roe v. Wade ever was reversed, and there's many, many legal, many legal people think that it was a faulty decision, that the whole legality of the thing, the whole way it was, um, you know, uh, brought before the Supreme Court was faulty. Would it come down to the state level? Each state would decide what their laws are on on this issue of abortion. That's a very likely outcome. Of course, we can always hope that, you know, the Supreme Court could rule with one, one, you know, one ruling and, and, and declare protection across the country. That's the opposite of what happened in Roe versus Wade. They struck down every state law across the nation. But most likely, it'll go state by state, which is why we're encouraging people to go to heartbeatbill.com. Whatever state you live in, if you go to heartbeatbill.com, you can download the model bill. Get one introduced where you live. Whatever state it is, just call your state representative. I mean, you believe in the principle of incrementalism, right? Overcome evil with good. Do whatever we can, right? Yeah, and and, and a heartbeat bill is an incremental bill. But unlike all the other bills we've passed, it's a great big increment. It actually will protect more children than every child that's been protected by every piece of legislation so far. Is this the strongest one in the country? It's the strongest one in the country, and it'll protect nearly every child that faces abortion, every child whose heartbeat can be heard. 
and you I mean you've been on the point of the spear with this man you've been taking arrows for years on this right what's it been like spiritually in terms of prayer spiritual warfare people supporting you in prayer what's that been like um, it's uh, it's been intense you know I'm not gonna lie to you it's been an intense battle uh, and thankfully uh, God brought people like Jeremy Salupo and others from this church to come and yes. to join hands and to and to you know to carry this thing over the finish line and so praise be to God he have always said it all along that he gets all the credit all the honor and all the glory and that's it yeah I think I, I really agree with you that we need to be salt and light in culture and all of these um, all of these areas like public policy education right media salt and light we're not gonna like take over like some kind of a theocracy but man we need to be salt and light in these areas right look what there's a there's a lie out there being told that you know Christians need to uh, you know, stay out of it, stay out of public culture. We are commanded to be salt and light in a dark and decaying culture. And uh, the opposite is true. Or that, you know, keep your religion in your church. Keep it in the ghetto of the church. You're not allowed to bring it out. No, no, no. The opposite is true. That Jesus is Lord, not just in the church, not just in your private home. He's Lord of government. He's Lord of the schools. He's Lord over the education, over media, over every area of influence. He's Lord of all. And that's, that's the key. That's what salt and light's all about. We are we are carriers of the God of resurrection power, and it's time that we start engaging this culture. Because what's happened is when we sit by and just say, well, I hope for the best. That's not what Joshua did. He didn't just stay in the tent and say, boy, I hope we win. Yeah. No, he got out and he fought. Yeah. And, when, and when it looks like he needed more time, he prayed for the God of the impossible to stop the sun. You know, this is what we have. That we have the ability to see God do the impossible, but it's only when Christians engage They put on their battle and they step out and say, you know what? I believe the motto of the state of Ohio. I believe it because Jesus said it, that with God, all things are possible. And what I would encourage those who are listening to do is I just want you to spend some time with God and, and, and remember what it is that he put in your heart to do. There is a destiny. There is a book that he's written. It says in Psalm 139 that all the days of your life were written before one of them came to be. There is a book. Pages of destiny for each individual, right? That's right. And we're, it's up to us to, to step out and fulfill those pages. We're going to be judged whether we, we fulfilled those, those de- destiny written in our books. We are going to be judged. And so I know this. I know after this, this almost decade of, of fighting and battling, and the, the highlight for me, I was reading the Bible, and Jer- it was actually in Jeremiah, I think chapter 50. And it said, do everything I've commanded you to do. And uh, there was a day last week I could, I could paste a check mark next to that verse. And that's really what we're all called to do. Step out. Think of the impossible. Watch God do the impossible. Show the watching world who lives in you. And, that, and the impossible will bow to the name of Jesus. And that's what happened in Ohio. And that's what's happening in state after state. Not without cost, but there's nothing better than being in the center of God's will and watching him do what they say can't be done. Honor God's values, and he will honor and support us and and undergird us. I I so appreciate you, Janet. Thank you so much, all right? Thank you. And we're going to wrap this with an intro and outro, and I would take Janet's word to heart. Open the Bible, right? Get into God's worldview and really consider Psalm 139, you were saying. Yes. The pages of destiny that have been written about you. What are you to do? And step out in faith aggressively. Janet is armed up. She is a warrior for life. She believes we owe it to the Lordship of Jesus Christ to actively engage culture as preserving salt and light, which benefits society. 
Janet referenced Psalms 139, verses 13 to 16. You formed my inmost being. You knit me in my mother's womb. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works. My very self, you know. My bones are not hidden from you when I was made in secret, fashioned in the depths of the earth. Your eyes saw my unformed substance. And Janet highlights, in your book, all were written down. My days were shaped before one came to be. We all have pages of destiny written about us. Are we going to pray those pages? Are we going to seek our creator to live out what's on those pages? Janet gives us a charge that with God, all things are possible. Don't fall for the lie, which says stay out of public life. Just stay in the ghetto of the church. Jesus said we are a city on a hill which cannot be hidden. Thanks, Janet, for all that you do. We appreciate you. We thank you in advance for all you will continue to do. She mentioned the website heartbeatbill.com. If you live in a state where this is not happening yet, heartbeatbill.com. Also, her website, Faith to Action, go to www.faith.com the number 2a.org, faith2a.org. You can visit jesussmart.com to see the show notes page for this episode. We'll have links there, additional resources. I think that this show notes page is going to be loaded with additional resources. You'll find there you can dive deeper with this theme. Plus, you can sign up to receive a free weekly email for next level ideas and practice to advance as a Christ follower. We're all developing. We're all seeking to be on the grow. We, we believe we live in important times. We want to position ourselves to harmonize with Jesus' story and his plan for our lives. Even being open to how Jesus, by his spirit, may, may call you to run with others on certain kingdom initiatives, kingdom causes. As always, with Jesus, our horizon is smart. Find your storyline in the royal narrative. Make it a smart week. All the best until next time.